She went from Gorbachev to Dudikoff to Skywalker. Should have tried Canada, lady. This is Midnight Ride on Sneaker Madness. Hello and welcome to Stinker Madness. I'm your host, Justin. I've got Sam and I've got Jackie here. How are you guys? That was my uh, Polaroid camera sound. Oh, brother. Yeah. And then... And then... That's the first one's printing, and then when you wave it in the air to get it to do its thing. Develop. Yeah. Yeah, that's the word. A word that exists. Earth. Looks like somebody brought their phone into the recording studio. No, this is just a basement. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, screw you. This basement's got shit hanging from the ceiling, like a light fixture. Anyways, Midnight Ride starring Michael J. Dudikoff. You know, here's a funny thing about Michael J. Dudikoff. His Twitter handle is MJ Dudikoff. What if his middle name actually starts with a J and I just, I've been channeling Dudikoff this whole time? Oh, just in life? Yeah. Michael Jackson Dudikoff? Like Michael James Dudikoff. Michael Jackson Dudikoff. I'm pretty sure his middle name's not Jackson. Uh, And uh, Mark Hamill, of course. uh, Oh, yeah. uh, Robert Mitchum. And uh, Svarni Kajurgachanai. Gersak. Gersak. She's terrible. She... I'm going to come up with my first thing here. It's not my question. This is my first observation of the movie that I noticed about halfway through. Mark Hamill... I don't know that I really want to say, oh, he's doing such a good job, but he's actually acting, and the other people aren't. He's doing something. And yeah, he's doing something. And I don't know that the movie around him is doing him any justice, but if you're the director, I was thinking, maybe you go to Dudikoff, and you're like, I need you to get halfway there. But then this Gersack lady shows up, and you're as the director, you just go, shit, Dudikoff's the middle. Oh, no. <laughs> he's the middle. He's going to live there, and he does. Thank God we got Robert Mitchum in this movie, somebody who can actually act. He looked like he was going to fall asleep hey. by the time the camera was on him. <laughs> hey, he hey, hey. bored as shit. Mark, this movie made me a, a fan of Mark Hamill. You weren't a fan of Mark Hamill before. No. Huh. I thought he was fantastic I, as Will Tasker. I thought, you know. Yeah, I would, say, I would say Slipstream is his finest performance. Yeah, I thought, you know, he's been in some movies. He was a good Luke Skywalker but really, this, <laughs> this, uh. He's been in some movies. He was a good Luke Skywalker. Very, uh, you are an authority on Mark Hamill. I am. <laughs> Roger Moore was not a good Luke Skywalker. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm just saying that, uh, this, this movie sealed the deal for me with Mark Hamill. I, I just, he nailed it, dude. I mean, there's just no other way to say it. He nailed it. I loved it. Yeah, he, he did a good job being crazy. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, but that's like saying you did a good job uh, breathing air. Like, every, that's being crazy is the sellout of all actors. Like, hey, be crazy. Uh, oh, wow, uh, you acted fucking crazy right there. It's not hard to act crazy, and everybody who's ever acted crazy is like, oh, this is, this is a brilliant per fucking performance. To go back to what I said... I don't want to uh, praise anything that Hamill did in this, but I'm not going to diminish it either. He's he was the out there He's doing the his job. See, Brad Pitt, 12 Monkeys, won an Oscar. It's meh. People act crazy is not that hard. Either Dude, Mark way, Hamill being crazy, though, is something to watch. You just make weird eyes. and. Dude, he was great. He was he was the best in this movie yeah. by far. Fuck you, but both. I think that this was my least favorite performance from Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill was awesome in this movie. I liked it. 
I I couldn't relate to his character. Oh, I, I could. again, that's the you know the the material. Uh, but I just didn't fucking care about his character, where they were going, what he was trying to accomplish, anything at all. It was just Mark Hamill saying, "Okay, uh, Mark, uh, act crazy, and we're gonna make a movie." I don't even know if they said that. I think he. It seems like. With the way everything else was going, he may have just taken it under his own initiative. Hmm. Like, he showed up, that's what he had, and the director was like, shit, nobody else came with anything, Mark. You're going to feel bad about this. It's a Gersack lady. She just had a kid named Tommy. Tommy? <laughs> Tommy was out. Oh, yes. <laughs> she was out at a big time she in this. She was terrible. Which leads us to our new segment that we're going to start uh, oh. tonight with these episodes. <laughs> it's called, Why Does It Stink? <laughs> Why was this a bad movie? Don't I have to pick one thing? Uh, you do not. You can. Uh, but uh, I have. I have four. Well, here's my first one. Dudikoff only has one look. That's yeah. And then they just changed the angle of the camera to make it look like he's his mastering wo- his woe look. Yeah, like Whoa. he's mastering some different looks. But yeah, he only has one look. He has one expression, which is whoa. It could relate to yeah. all things. My wife has left me. Whoa. This car is exploding. Whoa. I just kicked a guy in the throat. Whoa. He also only has one name, Lawson. Yeah, yeah, right. He doesn't have a first name. I want to say his first name was Jerry, but I can't verify I that. thought it was Pete, but I looked at the credits and it just said Lawson. Lawson, yeah. Mm. Okay, so your your problem with this film, why it stinks is Dudikoff, Jaggy. Oh, yeah. Not the lady. Not the lady. The lady was that awful. That was just one reason that this was a bad movie. I'm getting to the lady who was supposedly from Russia. <laughs> that I kind of thought she was from like... I, her accent was not Russian, for sure. She's Tommy Wiseau's mom. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, she was just kind of a age. horsey face and weird looking and couldn't act her way out of a paper bag. I mean, my Tina Turner is better than her best acting in this movie. That is true. And uh, I'm, I'm just going to say she really pulled the film down. I mean, like Mark Hamill. Oh, <laughs> again, I'm not sure if Mark I Mark Hamill was really selling it and Dudikoff was getting his angles from the camera maybe, and maybe she just kind of pulled it down. Maybe I should change the name of the segment from, from why does it stink to what kept this out of being like a big deal? Why was this not a blockbuster? And I don't think that she's the sole reason that <laughs> yeah, this no. thing got pulled down. No, it was... Uh, it it was, was killing the family of four in a fiery car accident with a taxi that didn't have any gas left that was just gingerly rolling down a meadow. I don't think this is a good week to start this one because I could talk for an hour and a half on why. Uh, okay, just make a couple points here. couple points, just budgetary and release concerns. Mm-hmm. This is the end of canon. Yeah. Galan sure. Globus are gone. This sure. thing didn't even make the theater. Uh-huh. Directed video. It wasn't supposed to be a big deal. No. Two, it's a slasher that doesn't have any blood in it until three quarters of the way through the movie. That's a good one, Sam. That's a real problem with this film. No blood, no boobs, none of it. It's a slasher that has none of those things. It, it is very slasher-esque but maybe it could also fall into that thriller category because there's no slashing there's because there's no slashing. he doesn't because when they take the blood out of it you never really see any of the all of the gore is gone so even though it's trying to be a slasher it isn't one and but usually thrillers follow a couple there's usually like it whereas slashers there's a group of people thrillers usually a man and a woman are either trying to kill each other or potentially getting killed by somebody else. Yeah. So I almost think that this is a thriller. Well, I I don't know that it knows what it is. Yeah. Evidence yeah. to why it didn't yeah. do well. Right. It hasn't it doesn't know if it's a thriller or a slasher. It wants to have the psychology it's like 
Ah, let's make a slasher. We don't have much money for blood. We can do the car chase, or we can do the blood. Well, let's add the psychological elements of a thriller. Do you just want to make a thriller? No. We got the car chases. What do car chases have to do with a slasher? What do you know, movies? <laughs> I am a video. <laughs> My problem with why this film stinks is the music. The music is canned. That's canned music. It's Yeah, but it's fine. Great. There's other canned music. The musical <laughs> choice is so doesn't fit the tone of the film at all. It's like, hell yeah, dude, rock, kind of. Like, turn an I wrote down what the music is. So I thought about this every time it came back up, and they were different pieces, but they all felt the same. And what I thought of this music was, it was the music from a 30-minute infomercial in the early late 90s, yes. early late 80s, early 90s for the Frisbee that was hollow in the middle. Mm. Oh, yeah, I remember that. There's a lot of that. Like, the guy catches it by punching through the hole. Yeah. You high-five each other on the couch. Like, hey, man, we're at the park or at the beach, and we're cool guys. Yeah, it's that music. Doesn't really fit with a woman abducted by an insane man who wants to electrocute her brain to death. So that they can be friends. So that they, they can, can get be... married. Hello. I thought he wanted to be his sister. Yeah, I don't know. Really he said, know. Well, after the doc fixes you, then we can get married and you can be my wife. And she's like, no way. Uh huh. All right. All right. Well, let's table that because that's one of my uh, questions before we expand. I, I have seven questions, so I'm going to burn most of them as we go. All right. All right. I'm fine. I've, I've also, I think we're on the same page as uh, the mid question. <laughs> There's some real, we can't even discuss some of the points in the film without just raising major questions about some of the uh, things that take place in this one. But uh, we, we should uh, also, before we get too far in, say thank you, Matthew Van Diver, for recommending this movie on our facebook page if you would also like to recommend movies go to facebook.com forward slash stinker madness or twitter.com forward slash stinker madness or just email us at talk at stinker madness uh wait i have prepared a special song for van diver oh brother <clears throat> do 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 van diver do 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 sweet mark hamill movie do 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 van diver honk 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 diving the con that was my band. Well, this will be the last episode of Stinker Madness. Thank you for listening. I yeah. uh, can never get any worse than that. What are you talking about? That was a well thought out song. Yep. Yeah. yeah just like the music in this film. Uh, so I'm just going with a theme, dude. It, it's a car chase movie, psychological thriller slash thriller slash slasher film. But none of those things. Slash action, because there's some sweet action. The in only this film. thing it really does consistently and with purpose is make commentary on issues of mental health. That yes. is it. But they're wrong. They're incorrect. No, they're not. They're either, I didn't say they were right. I'm just saying that it at least holds that one idea. Yeah. That's the only thing that it does consistently, mm. is hold the idea that he is doing this because he he's is nutty. He's nutty. And he has reasons because he watched his mom kill his sister. Yes. Yeah, which we're going to get into later. I want to I table all the psychological babble. I don't know that I have much to say about it other than that. Yeah, I got questions. All Big right. probing questions. Okay. All right. So, Dudikoff's wife. Let's start with Dudikoff. Let's introduce Michael J. Dudikoff's character, Lawson, as as he's known by his wife. We first see him as Guy on Couch. Guy on Couch with Sandwich, watching news. And uh, she's leaving him. He's a cap. He's one tough cop, I think. He's married. She's leaving him because I'm burning she's question married one. to his job, I think. Are they actually married? I never see rings. They never 
maybe they're going to get married. I don't know if they're actually married they yet. They do say wife and husband. That's true. That's so they're married? wife. Yeah, I think they're married, dude. Okay. I also have to burn a question. Go ahead. Why did she take the sheets off the bed if she was leaving him? But then she Gosh. left her toothbrush on the bed. Yeah, her travel toothbrush. So, like, she doesn't have a regular toothbrush that she was going to take, just this travel toothbrush. And I will tell you why she did exactly what she did. All right. She's going to smoke so much pole that she doesn't need to brush her teeth anymore. And she's going to use those sheets to just spit it in. Done. Okay. <laughs> Can't argue with that. I think that she's leaving uh, a clue, a trail of clues for Michael J. Dudikoff's character because she wants him to come. This is like, this is their weekend. Yeah. He's off work with the cops. He's done doing copper business. And uh, his wife honey, to leave him again. Yeah, honey, it's time to. This is how they get off. He goes yeah. and rescues her from some sticky situation. And uh, then they bone. And uh, then it's Monday. I actually, she seemed frigid at the end. Like, they don't oh, bone. Yeah, I think they come home and then little uh, under the shirt, over the bra. You can kiss my mouth, but I'm not going to kiss you back sort of a thing. Lawson just kind of gets a semi-semi. Yeah. It's not even a real semi. It's just kind of like it, it jiggles a little bit. And then they just kind of roll over and go, you know, let's try, uh, let's try cheers. Yeah. So, anyways, she's leaving him. And uh, she bails, just just takes the car and and leaves. Doesn't say anything. She leaves her toothbrush, as Jackie mentioned. And uh, he's like, he he gets his wife leaving sense. That's the other thing is she never says anything to him. He never hears the door close. Nothing. He's just watching t- tube. And then all of a sudden, I think my wife is leaving me. Gets up, runs out, chases after her, which he can't really chase because we should mention also that he's got a bum leg. Got a cast on. He's got broke a, his leg. Broke his leg. We don't know how. I, I'm That's assuming question. because of copper business. Question number one. How did he break his leg? I don't no, know. They have a consistent flow of discussion on things that happened prior to the diegetic of the film mm-hmm. throughout this film. Oh, he's got a broken leg. They Let's point put that in the backwards. Film. You yeah. killed the lady at the beach. What? <laughs> yeah. Why even uh-huh. mention that? Right. Exactly. So he chases after her and gets in the car and is like, you're not going to leave me, Laura. You're not this time. Maybe you should get some ice cream. That'll make everything better. Bribes her with the ice cream. Well, you know, if she's fat, maybe she won't leave. She's not fat. I said if she was fat. Oh, if she was fat. Maybe she won't leave. Oh, because then she'd be slow like him. He could yeah. catch her cause with his broken leg. Just slow her down a little bit. Give himself some advantage. Once his leg heals up, then he can be like, okay, no more ice cream yeah. for you. I'm going to step back. Okay. So did he fuck up by showing up in the car with the toothbrush? Was her plan originally, before any of this happened, to leave, get about halfway down the block, stop, come back, walk in dramatically, stare at him, I forgot my toothbrush. And then the, you know, under the shirt, over the bra, you can kiss my mouth, but I won't kiss you back business. Well, I think that would have been a much more pleasant experience for both of them. Than what happened afterwards? Than what happens afterwards. I don't know. Dudikoff got an Oldsmobile. <laughs> yeah, but it... And he already had an Oldsmobile. Yeah, that's true. Oh. Yeah, well, you can never have enough. So he bribes her with ice cream, and she pulls the Captain America on him, like, oh, you go get it. Go get the ice cream, and I'll wait here, and then drives off. No, honey, you can't leave me. Don't. Uh, that, then, like, we get introduced. If you've never seen a Michael Dudikoff film before this one, this, you know, the man, the myth, the legend, also actor, Michael J. Dudikoff at this point in time. Like, you have seen everything that this guy has got. <laughs> no, sweetheart, please don't leave. I love you. And then they just kind of spray some fog around him to make him look, like, more pathetic. Because he only has one expression. So they're like, uh, cue the fog and the backlight. 
uh, really emphasize the fact that he's got a broken leg and that he's walking alone and he's distraught. Put your head down, Dukov. Yeah. Don't look at the camera. <laughs> In American Ninja, how many times they just like the director's going? It's Joe Zito. Is like, look at your shoes. Toss your head around. Look at the camera. Look back at your shoes. Get out of my get out of my fucking sight for two hours. Do a cough. Cue the fog. Cue the fog. So so he, she takes off, and so he has to steal a cop car to to chase after. He finds a buddy, and he's like, "Oh hey, bud, what's going on? Will you? What does he make the cop to to leave the car? Does it go into Burger King or? I don't he's, have my yeah. wallet." But you want to go get a burger, you should buy me one because I don't have my wallet. <laughs> he, he, Dick he, move. He pulls the classic, hey, you want a hamburger? Yeah. Get me one, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> so, you know, I just thought about this. Hmm. This entire movie, he is driving without a license, which is highly illegal. I think he's lying about the wallet. <laughs> <laughs> he never had one to begin with. Or he's just lying. He does have one on him. And he just didn't want to pay for a cheeseburger because he just wants that cop car. Yeah, he's just oh. pulling another Captain America move. Yeah, everybody's Captain America in this movie, basically. Especially Mark Hamill. So she pulls over and she phones a friend in uh, Santa Barbara, I guess, and she's going to go stay up with her. <laughs> and Question uh, three. How does she have friends in Santa Barbara? This is confusing because she acts like it's her sister. Okay. Or his sister? Or I don't get what's don't going know. on in Somebody Santa Barbara. Somebody in Santa Barbara. She can stay there. It's she only where... knows one person, and it's fucking halfway up the state on the PCH. I am with you that she only knows one person. And, like, as time goes on, and Mark Hamill is being more creepy and creepy and, like, more threatening to her, her character, she just keeps going up the PCH. All she has to do is be like, okay, I'll leave Mark Hamill, or I'll leave Michael J. Dudikoff next weekend. This is getting out of hand. I got to get off the fucking PCH, man. There's this fucking crazy guy. But she's like, no, I got to get to fucking Santa Barbara. That's where safety's at. No, lady. Off the PCH is safety. Yeah, well, turning back around and going to your husband or every cop that is friends with him before he gets back. Exactly. Or why not just pull the ice cream trick on him? Okay, Mark Hamill, you go out and get me some ice cream. You like ice cream? Your sister, I know your sister loved ice cream. Hamill is too smart for that. He takes the keys out. Yeah, but she's uh, got the extra set. The extra keys. Yeah. yeah she, she, Which she probably stole so that he couldn't follow her in his own car. Mm, Wait. But she's driving. No, so there was another car in the driveway. Then why didn't he take it? Because he was in the car with her. So he's got to steal some cop car? Yeah, it was He was in the than... middle of nowhere. Yeah, he's in the fucking middle of nowhere. Anyway. She so, makes it to Santa Barbara. It's, you know, a day and a half before he gets more of that sweet kiss in the mouth fish business that he gets every weekend. <laughs> anyway, so Mark Hamill pops out of nowhere. He asks her for a ride. I got to get to this town, Henderson. It's north of Santa Barbara. Can you give me a ride? Why, sure. Hendersonville. Hendersonville. Yeah. All right. Is there a place called Hendersonville? I don't know. There's a Henderson in Nevada. I've driven through the PCH all the way to Santa Barbara. I've never I heard of Hendersonville. Hendersonville along the way, but maybe maybe it's directly north of Santa Barbara, not on the PCH. I don't know. I don't... Uh, so he's instantly creepy as he gets in the car, like within seconds of her being like, yeah, hop on in. He's talking about his fucking sister and his fingernails are getting grown. Like, wow, these things have really grown. Whoa. He wants to take her picture. Biting his whole finger off because his fingernails are long. He's combing his hair. She's like, well, okay, I guess all hitchhikers are a little weird. The fingernail thing is I feel like trying to be a 
like it's a taken chance on the like him being a good serial killer like he's keeping his fingernails short clean but it doesn't work because they never go back to it they never really try to expand on that or anything like that he just keeps biting his fingernails throughout the movie dude there's a couple of things like that with him that you're like okay what are you going where are you going with this though so you're saying that it's because he's nervous and like, oh, I'm crazy. My fingernails. And Sam's saying it's to reduce the uh, the trail of evidence behind it. Yeah, I didn't know. No, I'm pretty sure if you leave a piece of fingernail, that is DNA evidence, and they've got you. Yeah, but chew them off now before you get to the body and spit them out the window. Yeah, but he has been chewing off his fingernails like if you guys would have been paying attention. He chewed on <laughs> no, his fingernails. Oh, says the woman who plays tap-tap games during our goddamn movies. So he chewed his fingernails throughout the movie. So every like when he was getting ready to... Uh, get the bus right. Uh huh. He started chewing his fingernails, and then it cuts away from him. Oh, and so then he's anytime the he's about to kill somebody, he chews his fingernails. Right, and then it's like <laughs> on the corpse, leaving DNA evidence everywhere. Right, because we see him start chewing his fingernails with the lady with the glass eye, uh, and then he gets out and fucking kills her and steals her eye. I gotcha. So, anyways, uh, she's fine with it though. Either way. Except for Dudikoff is now chasing after her in the cop car. He pulls a pulls a secret shortcut route and gets in front of her, and then they crash into each other. But she's like, hey, fuck you, buddy. You wrecked your Oldsmobile. I'm out. Yeah, I don't know what's going on here, because Hamill's like, you got to miss that car. Uh-huh. She's like, fuck it, I'm going through. Yeah. I, she's nuts. He, She clearly could have missed that car. Yeah. And no husband's like, uh, well, you're going to try to dodge me? Well, I'll plow right into you and push you off the fucking cliff. That's So she could have dodged I, the car. Again, at this point, I haven't been able to decide who's the bigger psychopath. Mm-hmm. It's Robert Mitchum is the answer. <sighs> Should have got that Justin McKay off the streets earlier. Yeah. Or it's that one crazy cop that's just like hot-dogging it throughout the whole movie. The guy in the Mustang? Yeah. You know what? That's a good point. Who's Mark the... Hamill's character was named Justin. Yes, it was. And your name is Justin. That's amazing. Oh, Nobody my. else in the world besides us and me and Mark Hamill's character has been named Justin ever. And you guys both have blonde hair and Whoa, blue eyes. Dude, weird. Oh, how do we know this movie wasn't about him, Sam? I also like murdering people. Whoa, we are the same guy. He does have a 91 Cutlass convertible I do. with something that looks like a blower hot glued to the hood. Yeah. Oh, my God. Dun, Could this dun, be? Dun. Matt Van Diver is actually Michael J. Dudikoff. Anyways, so they crash into each other. She bails. He's that's, like, oh, That's I... what Dudikoff is doing. She's hanging out on fucking Facebook with assumed names, <laughs> recommending his movies to people. To me. Just to me. <laughs> yeah. So Dudikoff breaks his cast off and he's like, I'm going to chase after you now. She stops at a hotel to call a friend. And that's where we get the uh, one eyed lady or the uh, glass eyed lady. And Hamill's all weird about it. I I don't like her. She has a glass eye. Yeah. What do you fucking do, Hamill? I guess you're crazy. Whatever, buddy. I just don't get his motivations at all throughout this whole movie. Yeah, he because the other killings have nothing to do. Like he trophies yeah. this one. He doesn't trophy any of the other ones. Right. I don't know what's going on. He with has him. no mo. Like the the camera is sort of a trophy thing, but then I didn't get the eyeball. Which thing. I guess I guess makes him hard to catch. Yeah. Because he uh, there's no pattern. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. He doesn't have a type. I guess they're all ladies, except for the guy that gets a gun shoved in his head. No, it doesn't make any goddamn sense. Anyways. We're going to start moving a little faster here. Uh, so he takes the keys, and she's like, oh, bummer. But she calls and leaves a message for Dudikoff. 
again, Honey, I'm out. Don't call me. Yeah. Don't call. But just in case. But just in case, this number. is the phone number. I'm usually here from 8.30 till you know, well, I'm not going anywhere else, but don't call. But that doesn't pan out. <laughs> that never pays off either. No, she never fucking makes it to Santa Barbara, yeah, yeah. which means they get back in time for pre-Sunday night, non-hanky-panky. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hamill murders that hotel keeper, takes her eyeball, her glass eye. He doesn't yeah. take her glass eyeball. He takes her glass eyeball's contact lens. What the fuck was that? His trophy? It wasn't It wasn't the eyeball. It was like the front of the eyeball. I don't know anything about glass eyes. I'm pretty sure they're one either. piece of glass. It's just a round bobble. I thought it, it was, was like a marble, but maybe it's not. I don't I think so. Didn't... I think it's a marble. Because in Captain Ron, where he loses his eye, he's like, shit, my eyeball, and it rolls all over the boat. (laughs) Because when we think about what real life is like, we should reference Captain Ron. (laughs) Always go to Kurt Russell. Always go to Kurt Russell. It's a top tip right there. So uh, she, I think, figures it out because he's like, look what I got. No, he made "Ah." her a present. Yeah, I thought it was a friendship bracelet, but it's an eye dangler. (laughs) Yeah. So she has to know that he's a murderer, right? Or at least a fucking weirdo. She knew that. I don't. She's got problems. Yeah, she does have problems. One of them is Michael J. Dudikoff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they never really do. Uh, I'll save it. So she, J- Dudikoff gets a cab. And some shoes. And some shoes. Because I was harping breath. on that through the whole time. Like, yeah. I'm going to break my cast off so that now I'm slow and barefoot on one foot. So he's got his second car of the film that he's stolen, essentially. Did, did you notice the cast wasn't really slowing him down? Not really. Not really. Yeah, so that I'm going to burn one of my questions okay. right All now. Right. Why the hell did he lay? Why did he sit in the middle of the road and beat his cast off with a <laughs> rock? That's what I call it, too. Because if you hold the top of your leg when the bottom of your leg is broken, you can run faster if the cast has been broken off. But he does not run faster. He runs just as fast just as, slow. as if the cast was on. Why does he have to grab the top of his leg? Does that help? I don't know. I've never broken my leg. I've never broken a cast off my leg. I think it's not good. Hmm. I think it's a poor representation of what would be happening. We should uh, ask uh, Reddit or something. It's too bad Captain Ron didn't break his leg, because then we would know. He does break his leg. The good on-screen and behavior. he heals instantly because he believes in Jesus. I don't think that's not Captain Ron you're talking about. With Kurt Russell, yeah. Oh, I'm better now. Of course, I always believe in Jesus. He doesn't actually break his leg, but he says he breaks oh, his yeah, leg. Oh, yeah, that's right. Instantly, about that. uh, so anyways, Dudikoff's going into some random places. He goes into a bar. He goes into some uh, Chinese... Gas station. Fireworks parlor. warehouse. <laughs> wow, we suck. I couldn't tell what that I thing was. I couldn't tell what it was. I thought <laughs> it was a gas station. She, kept... she was not racist, and you and I instantly went to massage parlor and fireworks station. <laughs> you guys are dicks. Yeah. Fireworks warehouse, yeah. which are mostly run by Native Americans in this country. <laughs> yeah. So, well, whatever. Either way, he starts screaming gasoline, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the Asian guy does. He's Have like, you seen gasoline, this person? Gasoline. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Which is, I think, the one of my favorite parts of the movie, because in the film, the character is like, well, this is some nonsense. I'm out of here. <laughs> Whereas everything else is happening, he just sort of takes it in stride. Yeah. But the, the weird guy yelling gasoline is like, well, this just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and then he just leaves. What a kook. Yeah. So uh, Hamill's now grumpy and hungry. He's like, let's stop and get some food. So they stop, and he takes the keys again. And outside of this place, wherever they're getting food, there's some, this couple fighting. And, and like the guy's like, hey, you're a bitch. And she's like, you're a dick. And don't be a dick, bitch, because you're a bitch, dick. And uh, Hamill's like, Ugh, break it up. And he pulls a knife on the dude. The lady's like, oh, my hero. 
and uh, falls into his arms, kind of, and is like, Can you give me a ride? Yeah, of course we can. Here, inside of this car is my wife. So they give her a ride. So they give her a ride. But they don't get any food. They don't get any food. No, they don't. But we do learn that Laura has an extra set of keys, which she fumbles, doesn't just drive off with this extra set of keys. She fumbles around like an idiot and bumps them under the seat. And then while driving, just sort of waves her hand around behind, either in between the seats or behind the... Yeah, but that never pays off either. No, I don't... The extra set of keys never pays off. Yeah, yes, it does. it does. That's how she gets away. Oh, that is how she gets when away. When he goes yeah, in and know. kills her yeah. and slashes her throat. All right. Yeah. So she, uh, they give her a ride, drop her off at her house, and he's being all creepy. Oh, I just want to come inside. I like you. We're friends, right? I just want to take your picture. And she's like, no, get the fuck out of here, creepo. She runs upstairs, and he jumps on top of her, and she starts throwing magazines at him. Nice defense maneuver there. Instead, he gives her the jack. Yeah, the one slash with a with a pocket knife with a switchblade stiletto, but it's it's a stabbing knife. It's not a slashing knife. I think you could still uh, either way get a jugular with it. The problem I have with this scene is if she's going out with Leroy or whoever, uh-huh, sure. he never makes it in there. She kicks him right in the nuts. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. And then she pushes him out by just closing the door, and it wads him up on the porch. She has had a punch swung at her by a small man before in her life, and uh, she uh, she knows how to deal she with it. She knows those. how to deal with it. Yeah, she doesn't take those punches and go back into the kitchen. She kicks Leroy right back out in his yeah. fucking pink truck. Well, you know. Which was white. Yeah, I don't know why she yeah. called it a pink truck. But then, you know, she was like, oh, we've only been dating for a couple of months. He's not really that bad. It's pretty serious. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what? I'm pretty sure we're going steady. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> it's the teenage guide to popularity. Well, outside, Laura has bailed, and uh, Dudikoff pulls up. And and took way too long to do it. Her. Like the second, Laura bailing Laura or Dudikoff? The second that door closes, room gone. Gone. Because then he's going to be like, I'm going back to my husband. Oh, shit. The car's leaving. Is your wife leaving? Yeah, but I'm not going to chase her because I have to pick between chasing her and killing you. And I'm going to pick to kill you, which is going to take a long time. Yeah. Well, Dudikoff pulls up and gives Hamill a ride. Hamill lays down in the street. Yeah. More peculiar event of the film that like he gets a ride with both the adversary and the victim adversary, whatever they are. The hero. Yeah, kind of. The damsel and the... Uh, They're both sort of his knight. victim, and they both sort of give him a ride. They don't both do give him a ride. Uh, I would say the Dudikoff gets pretty victimized right about here. Yes, he does. They're both victims of this he, guy. At this point in time, Dudikoff has had it worse than Laura has. Laura's just had to see some lady get murdered and uh, some creepy behavior. Dudikoff is about to get strapped to the hood of a goddamn car. <laughs> yeah, he's not going to enjoy himself. So he pulls a knife on Dudikoff and gets his gun, and then he makes him pull over, bonks him on the head, and then straps him to the hood of the cab car, ties him down with some rope. Don't know where that came from, but whatever. Run it's a it. cab. Yeah, it's, it's a got cab. Rope it's got back, rope sure. in it. Right? Just in case. And uh, he's like, nah, rams a semi. A semi is going down the road and smashes, smashing the cab with Dudikoff on the hood into the back of the semi, like, a lot. The guy driving the semi doesn't seem to care or notice. This goes on for quite some time. I find it ironic that it's a fuel truck and that he runs out of gas while running into it. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I never caught that. Yeah. I knew it was a fuel truck, but I didn't put those two things together. You should have just been like, hey, we're running low on gas. Open your mouth, Dudikoff. Then like, what? I don't know, smash it in the back of the truck really hard and then killed Dudikoff, also exploding himself. Huh. That's what I would have done with this movie. That's why it stinks is because they didn't do that. 
Anyways. Because there wasn't a guy on another truck behind him playing a guitar that shot fire. Yeah. (laughs) I think this is better than Fury Road. I liked it better. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I liked it better than Fury Road. And it's basically the same thing. Yep. They don't go back. They don't go back, but she should have. She should have just turned that car right around and gone back to her husband. Mad Max learned the lessons of this film. (laughs) Anyways, the car runs out of gas. Oh, not now. Uh, and so he pushes the car. Hamill gets out and pushes the car with Dudikoff still strapped to the hood. And it's like just rolling down a field and a hill and tra-la-la. And Dudikoff's like trying to break free. And he does. This is like the slow clap of killing someone. It's d- Is it planned? Yeah. He is enjoying. like the Hamill has an ear-to-ear grin when this is happening. Yeah, but and this do you is think getting his plan a- was like to just push it into a tree? Like, oh, this is just going to roll and then end up hitting a tree and killing Dudikoff. Yeah, but it Not hits a car. a family of four. Which he takes a picture wagon. of. Then explodes. Explodes, yeah. And because it rolls so far and it's dark, I don't think Hamill actually notices or that Justin doesn't notice Lawson no, it's, falling it's off Hamill the and car. Samuel and Dudikoff. Whatever. Yeah. No, I don't think he does either. Because he says he... later, like, oh, man, this guy's hard to kill. Yeah, exactly. So Dudikoff bails. Car rolls into this family. do 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 Loving the station wagon life. Oh, my God! <laughs> big explosion. Nice explosion. I, lo- th- I lost my shit at this part in the movie. Yeah, that was a really big explosion. See, you say you were in later. I was in right here. I was kind of like, eh, it's Mark Hamill There's doing his actually, thing. Actually, I then, wasn't Holy on board. shit. I wasn't on board. When he got strapped to the hood, I was like, oh, I'm on the fence with this. If this kind of keeps this up, I'll be all right. The explosion is kind of getting me over to the other side of the fence. Yeah, and yeah. they showed the kids' faces right before oh, I it loved smashed it. into the like... thing. I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Kaboom. So the cops show up immediately. He just uh, happened to be there. Uh, what seems to be the problem, sir? Uh, what's that, what's happening here? Oh, uh, car crashed into each other. I got a picture. Um. That's the guy, officer. The guy. He's got a bit like he has no moral recompense of this event that's just happened. He's like, you want to see the picture? It's pretty sweet. But it was I think it was one of those where like you want to see the picture with one hand and then he's stabbing him with the other hand. And then he pulls because it like cuts and then you hear hear the shot. shot. Yeah, Yeah. I I think he stabbed him, grabbed the gun like Mm. it is obvious with how many people. Hamill had uh, Dudikoff's gun, so he didn't have to take the cop's gun. Yeah. And that. But just in terms of Hamill, he kills a lot of armed men in this movie. He, he is something to deal with Yeah, as yeah. far as a killer. I think that cop is Officer Barbarity for sure, because he's like, oh, 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 what's he's going kind on, of y'all? douche. Yeah. Well, he's dead. So Hamill takes his cop gear, dresses up as a cop, gets his uh, cop car. And this is where I like to call where the leprechaun sequence starts of this film. <laughs> the leprechaun sequence? Because Hamill turns into the leprechaun. Now he's a cop. Now he's a bus driver. Now he's over here. Now he's on a skateboard. He's just always like... Was that the leprechaun or the Rumpelstiltskin? Or did they was, both do that? That they was the leprechaun. That. Oh, they both do that. Yeah, but Rumpelstiltskin's sweeter. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's just like, I'm going to let you out of here. Uh, get get on out of here, Laura. Run, run, run. Go to this bus that I am the bus driver of. Uh, I'm the leprechaun. <laughs> No, he loosens the tire. She gets the car has an accident, which uh, Mark Hamill starred in uh, Return of the Jedi with uh, Warwick Davis. Connection. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I'm telling you. Borrowing some hot tips. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, Dudikoff stops a semi-hauling cars because now he's carless. Hey, man, let me have one of those cars. I can't. I got a. I got a heavy load. I got to drive all night and make it to uh, the movie Am- set. Amarillo and. Uh, 
deliver these this payload. Dude, no, he was, was going to a movie. Talking. He was going to a movie set. The car, the trucker. Yes, was going yeah. To, he, he said, "I'm taking these cars to a movie set up north, which should be south." He's like headed the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. One would think that if he was headed the wrong direction, he would be headed south. Yes, he is going the same direction as everybody else. He's going the. He doesn't know where he's going. He doesn't have a fucking. He's like, clue. I'm taking these trucks north, but then Dudikoff's like, "That's the direction that's I'm going. The direction I'm going. Well, oh, I'm going the wrong direction. All right, buddy, you don't know what's going on. I'm gonna hijack one of your cars. Yeah, yeah. You're already because he's like, well, I'll be, I'll be fired or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're getting fired anyway. You're going the wrong way. Yeah, you're not gonna make it you're, to the movies. You're set. halfway back to where you started from, and I don't even know how you did that. Do you think that Oldsmobile that he stole was from uh, was supposed to be the original car to Smokey and the Bandit? Uh, no, Smokey and the Bandit was seventy six. It was oh. nineteen ninety. It was going to be the car to license to drive. Oh, that could be. I wonder. But instead, it ended up being a rabbit cabrio or whatever. I thought it was a Porsche nine two eight. Was it? Yeah, I don't know. We should watch that. Heather Graham had. I think she. I thought she had like a. Her name was Mercedes. I know that. Ugh. Mm. Oh Lord. Dude. Oh Lord. Dude, license to drive is a sweet movie. Dude. <laughs> Won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? My I friends all buy... drive Porsches. Never mind. You guys are out. Of the shrine. The shrine? Yeah, we're out. Right. We we are out, Sam. Uh-huh. So anyways, he steals this uh, cutlass convertible with a blower on top of it. It's a convertible. It's How would you sweet. even... It's red. If you're, if you're doing this, if you're like the art That's department... That's the one. I want that. They... I mean, you do it because they pay you, right? Because you have one, I guess. There's no... There's no color so that has a blower on yeah, top Yeah, they're fuel it. injected. It just yeah. doesn't work, right? Yeah. Just boss though. <laughs> it was Seems ridiculous. like it goes fast. <laughs> it had a digital readout speedometer where they obviously just sped the footage up because there's no one, the electronics having been behind the dash of a nineties General Motors car don't make any sense and couldn't be reverse engineered by anyone to use for a movie. Sure. So they had to drive around in it and then just speed the footage up because there's no Oldsmobile that accelerated that. It fast looks like either. he's going 150 and the speedo says 35 in the film. Well, no, like it would go from uh, 50 to 90 uh, and it did it like really fast, like in two seconds. So it's like, no, that's not going to happen. Yeah. So he's uh does a sweet J churn and then he just goes on this like hot dog in it business. Car on the road. He cannot keep it. It's fishtailing all over the place. He would be able to catch up with them faster if he could just keep the damn thing <laughs> on the road. He's trying to pass cars and can't and that was the weirdest then, like, thing. Wrecks and that he's like gonna make the pass before the diesel, but then realizes he can't, but then slides sideways at the turn. Did he ever pass that car? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't I think, think he ever I think the car doing car. the speed limit just drove on. Got to direction. Santa Barbara yeah. before he even made it to the car that's going to be <laughs> abandoned later. So, uh, tire blows on Laura's car and Hamill gets His out. wheels just falls off. Yeah. Well, oh, no. Hamill gets Hamill out, loosens yeah. the bolts on it. And uh, so she, he's like, again, see you later, Laura. And she takes off and the tire falls off. And now you're going to have to get on this bus. Oh, there's a dead bus driver. I shoved my gun through his skull. I didn't know how he killed him. Question mark. Yeah, because the gun's just kind of hanging out in the bus driver's mouth. Did he shoot toilet. him and then just leave it in there? I thought it, it was in, in his forehead. No, it was in through his mouth. It was in his mouth. Oh, it was like okay. the bus so, driver was back there taking a shit, and all uh, the bullets were gone. Uh-huh. And Mark Hamill surprised him. And then he emptied like he hollowed his skull out by emptying the gun. How does he surprise him? Boogie, boogie, boogie! Eat this gun. 
He was back there taking his shit in the yeah. porta potty. All right, fine. Still, you open the door and go, eat this gun. You can't like, yeah, and I, then put you know a gun how to in get somebody mouth. in what was this 1990? Yes, you know how to get somebody to open the door with their mouth open. Publishers Clearinghouse. <laughs> <laughs> nice. The joke that only we got because everybody doesn't remember who they are. So Dudikoff finds Laura's car and. He's like, hey, there's a lady out there. Uh, he gets a CB somehow. Is I don't, talking to the cops. I couldn't tell if the Mustang guy was talking to people or if he was or what was going on. Because if that thing had a CB and a blower, who doggies? Oh, no. he's uh, Hamill's going super fast in the bus, driving the bus yeah. and passes the cops. So they see him and now they're on to him. But then he still there's like, I don't know, somebody saying, hey, that guy's dangerous and he's got a lady in there. Yeah, I don't know. There's some somebody know. put it together. I yeah. guess. So they chase the bus and they're bashing into the side of it. And that goes on for a while. Just bashing in the side of the bus. And I thought this was a pretty good scene looking for, goofy. for some of the, the stunt driving and stuff yeah. that happened during yeah. the scene. I, I kind of liked it. I thought, really? well, OK, you know, like when the cop car goes up on the embankment. Um, and I'm thinking the cop car is going to roll and it uh, doesn't, it just kind of stays steady like a donut and then just kind of slides off. Stays steady like a donut. Like a Bismarck donut, you know, what? like when you put it off to its side, cause you're like, please don't fall off the desk. Please don't fall off the desk while you're getting your paperwork off your, never mind. Apparently that has only happened to me. So yeah, I'm pretty sure that's not a, you saying. have like berms in your paperwork at your desk and you have to set donuts on them because there's no room anywhere else. And it has to ride on like a 45 berm made of paperwork, paperwork that can have donuts set on top of it. You should see your Bismarck jump a ditch. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Not that I could say anything. If you saw my desk, hooey. So, uh, there's a roadblock ahead. The, there's some cops standing outside the roadblock looking sweet in the fucking fog again. There's fog everywhere in this fucking movie. Like, hey, I just set up this roadblock for this bus, and I'm going to hang out here on the side of the road waiting for it. Hamill sees it, and he just rams right into it. <laughs> Wrecks the other two cop cars. They explode into each other, except for the Mustang guy. But then Hamill crashes the bus into a gas station. There's a standoff. He kills all the cops. He's bad. Explodes a couple guys with gasoline. Doesn't shotgun, blow up the thing. That was sort of maneuver. fortuitous. My, to, didn't they, blow the up whole the... gas station didn't blow up. It eventually until... blew up. Did they blow up the whole gas station? Because those things take like a city block when they go. I'm pretty sure the whole thing blew up. Huh. Yeah. Dudikoff, off. Dudikoff pulls up. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then that's when the gas station blows up. And Hamill and uh, Laura take that Mustang and yeah. take off out of the smoldering rumble. And then it's one hot chase. Between Long car chase. Cars that history, history will remember as being not very fast. Yeah, lemons. So they're chasing each other for a long time, and Hamill eventually shoots the blower of uh, the Cutlass, the <laughs> Which shotgun. makes it catch on fire. Yeah, yeah, and lose horsepower, but the, can still drive. The glue hadn't fully cured. Yeah. <laughs> so now they have to tape it going to realistic speed, which is 30. 30. And then did you notice that, like, the way that they did it in the, in the movie? It was they showed the, the tachometer, and it was going from like 8,000 RPMs to 1,500, like really fast and slow. Uh -huh. And then it was going, burr, 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 burr. Like, no, if it was doing yeah, that, yeah. you're going to throw a rod yeah, exactly. in short order. So Hamill and Laura make it to the hospital in Santa Barbara where this Dr. Hardy works, which is where he's wanted her to go this whole time. Or is this Hendersonville? 
Yeah, dude. This yeah, is, I guess this it's is Hendersonville, yeah. where the doctor's at. So he brings her in. He's like, eh, "This lady's acting crazy. I gotta." He pretends to be an EMT and gets her inside, and nobody has a problem with it. They find Doctor Hardy, and he's like, "Oh, she's gotta have ECT, the shock therapy, like I had, because she needs to be fixed." Doc, you're my friend, right, Doc? Fix her. Now, hold on there. That's my best Robert Mitchell. Now, hold on there, Shawnee boy. <laughs> that is not even close. Um, anybody else want to try Robert Mitchum? I don't know. Does that sound any better? Barely. That's like okay. Walter Conkright. Yeah, it's Walter, it's Walter Cronkite. It's your Walter Cronkite again. Uh, uh, to wait. talk loud and yeah. deep. You didn't even let me try. Hold on. Well. Now, Justin. It's <laughs> better, better than this. I think that's the best one. Now, now. Yeah, that actually, it's, that it's, is it's Robert not, Mitchum. Not bad, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I'm not sure if Robert Mitchum is a good actor. <laughs> no, hey! I think that that's going to be my new Robert Mitchum. <laughs> because I'll... you nailed it. You nailed yeah. Robert Mitchum, and it's just like, you, you All can't... he did was say, now, now. Now, now. <laughs> and I'm going to do that now. I'm going to go, oh, I can do Robert Mitchum. Now, now. Now, now. And then not say anything. And just, <laughs> and just wait for people to realize that I'm being an asshole. <laughs> so Dudikoff finds them, and he's shooting at them, and they run into the shock room and lock the door. So Dudikoff has to sneak in through the vents, which begins the craziest sequence of all fucking time. I laughed for about three minutes nonstop. Hamill straps her to the machine and starts zapping her brains, which I didn't I didn't see that coming. I didn't think that she was like, I thought he was going to bust in and be like, how dare you do this to my wife or pretend to. And then he saves her. But no, Hamill's like, let's turn this fucking shit to 11. She's all Robert, Dr. Whoever. Dr. Mitchum. He's like, yeah, you know, I do this to people all day. He's not going to kill her. If you're if you're going to do it that way, make sure you turn it to 11. You know, you now now it's almost. It's almost Jimmy Stewart. No, it's Deckard Kane. Deckard, Deckard Kane says if you're gonna shock a woman, you better do it proper with the eye of Agamotto. Oh what are you God. talking about, Deckard Kane? You must find the sword of Zanzar if you're gonna zap a lady. I hope any of our listeners have ever played a Diablo game ever. Uh. So, so he's shooting it. He's shooting it. Dudikoff in the vents, and Dudikoff is bullet dodging in the vents. And then he's like, "Oh, I see you. I see you in there." And puts his face right up against the vent while Dudikoff just smashes him in the face. <laughs> and this him. is when it starts. And this was like best worst fight ever because they're not good at fighting. And it starts with putting your head too close to the grate. And then not kicking a guy hard enough. (laughs) And then it goes on for like 15 minutes. As intense as Thornton and Danton, but they're completely inept at fighting these two guys. This is the they live fight with Rowdy Piper and Keith David. With shitty guys. With guys that don't know how to fight. Not not saying anything about Dudikoff and Hamill's fighting skills. I'm just saying that their characters don't know how to get it done. Do not fight well at all. I also noticed that it seemed like Hamill, or not Hamill, Dudikoff was like, he's got the bum leg and then the bum arm, and he kept going like, and he didn't know like what was hurting. I was like, wait, what's going on with him here? I noticed that too. You know what this whole sequence was like? It's like in in fighting games where you're where you're fighting your buddy, and he just keeps saying, no, stop, stop punching me for a minute. I'm going to do this. I just got to set this up for a second. Hold on. No, no, stop, stop punching me. Just let me do this. Just, it's gonna be sweet. It's gonna be sweet. Just stop it. <laughs> you just keep punching him. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't even know if I'm gonna be able to fucking get through this. Shit. I don't know. I couldn't write anything down because it was all so <laughs> absolutely. This ridiculous. fight. This was probably the best fight scene. 
I have seen in a long time. <coughs> as far as entertainment value, what the fuck is going? Whoa, what the? Oh, my God. He just got kneecapped with a pipe by Colonel Mustard on a four-wheeler. I don't know. Like, when in I watch basement. it, it's like they just let Hamill and Dudikoff go, you guys are going to need to ad-lib the fight scene, and they just like keep bringing in props. <laughs> just keep bringing them in, looking at each other like, this? Yeah, how about this? Yeah. Okay. Go for it. <laughs> Let's do it. Quad? Why not? <laughs> well, they punch each other, and they're rumbling, and then they chase each other around for a little while through the hospital, and then they fight some more, and it goes on for a little <laughs> while. They tangle up around a nurse yeah. that was just trying <laughs> to like, go the up stairs. the stairs. And the funny part is, is they run through the door, <laughs> they go fight around the nurse, <laughs> wad the nurse up, all fall down the stairs, and go back out the door they just came in, and the nurse is like, what the fuck? Just don't come in that door. And then they find a door that goes to nowhere but the basement, and yeah. it's not a door that opens up to a stairwell that goes to the basement. It just goes directly to the basement. They just fall into the basement. It's like a three-story drop. <laughs> Knock the wind out of themselves for half a second, and then just get up and start so fighting again. again. <laughs> this was awesome. This is—I kid you not. This is the wildest note that I've ever written in my entire the history of sticker madness. So Hamill gets a four-wheeler. <laughs> I, could, I was laughing so hard, all I could write was quad, and it is illegible. Why is there a four-wheeler in the basement of a hospital? It's just a hospital's four-wheeler. <laughs> what? And it's not even like. A useful formula. It's like a racing formula. And it's the worst weapon that anybody could possibly choose. I'm going to kill you in a basement with a four-wheel. I'm going to run your ass over. You realize you're in a basement, right? There's not well, room to maneuver. He just he does pretty well. He does pretty well, except for that room made of fucking fire. Yeah, dude. Why is there a room full of fire? I thought, it, like, you see it over and over again, and I was like, <laughs> this is like some Cobra bullshit where it's not going to pay off. It's, you know, supposed to be like, we're going to think it's the incinerator or the furnace or something, right? I thought that it was a crematorium. Yeah. I thought it was like the furnace or maybe for the like heater. trash burner room. I just not what <laughs> trash they burner do. Room. I don't think they just throw no. a room in a trash in a room and then burn it. If but. this was a real place, it wouldn't last long because the room with fire in it has wooden doors. They could easily be ridden through by men on four wheelers. <laughs> <laughs> Who can get slightly slight singed. Straight through it. And Dudikoff, like, watch this, grabs a pipe. <laughs> and you're like, what's going to happen here? Because at this point, I've seen the fire so many times that I'm like, okay, that's not going to. Oh, no. <laughs> and he, like, picks himself up. Hamill goes into the room full of fire. And I was like, well, that's the weirdest way for a villain to die. But then he comes out the other fucking side. <laughs> and his pants and are on he's fire. just on fire. And I'm like, okay, well, this is weird. A way to wind this down. Nope, he finds a fucking fire extinguisher. Puts himself out. Here comes Dudikoff. Now he's spraying Dudikoff with the fire extinguisher. <laughs> and he's chasing Dudikoff. And, and, they're, like, and he's running up the stairs, like, trying to get away from Dudikoff. <laughs> just kind of squirting him a little bit. Oh, my God. So they get to the top of the stairs, and then they fist fight some more. And then uh, Dudikoff just fucking out of nowhere decides, well, this has gone on long enough, and tosses him onto some electrical stuff, zaps him. But he's clearly not dead. No, he's kind of happy. He's kind of laughing a little bit about it. He's had the best time of his life tonight. That was one hell of a fight, That was one hell of a night. Yeah. So the next day, they're leaving the hospital, Dudikoff and Laura, and uh, they're in the elevator, and 
hey, everything's good with us right now. Oh, yeah. Well, let's go home and eat KFC. And then... This is where he kisses her mouth and she doesn't kiss him back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and she's like, he's Open like, eyed. I could try if you can try. And she's like, well... Yeah. I never made it to Santa Barbara. Yeah. So I, wonder, you, so I wonder if her friend's still expecting her. Yeah, she's like, I haven't made it to Santa Barbara, so you can't jack off in the bathroom by yourself. <laughs> oh, no! Hamill's in the elevator with them! Surprise, surprise. That's Hands right. Up. Dude, a cop shoots him in the head. Right did in the you, middle of the forehead. Did you notice, and I, I should caution that I'm not absolutely certain, but it appeared when he fell down, he had a lot of blood on his back, so the bullet went in his forehead and came out the middle of his back. Hmm. Some magic bullet. Yeah. Some Seinfeld shit right there. Credits! Who wants to go first on the endless amount of questions? Jackie, we'll start with you. I kind of asked the majority of mine, but why? Why was there a fire room in the basement? Why? How would you? So what good would the four-wheeler be without the room that's on fire? Yeah. Well, no, I know why it's in the movie. (laughs) Yeah. Why is it in the hospital? No, that's what I'm saying is that the only logic I would have is that someone in the basement standing in between an unused four-wheeler... And a room that's on fire but closed would say, well, what good is one of these without the other? Your return question would be, why do you have either of them? I am. I, here's here's my theory. I'm just going to go with taking my original thought that it's the garbage should tr- burn up the garbage. On the floor? You can ride it, straight through there. No, combine it with Jackie's um, uh, crematorium theory. They've just got to shoot. And when the people die, they just wheel them in the gurney right into the chute. Like, here you go. And then they just kind of jerk it. And then the body goes shunk, right into the garbage chute. And then, like, some guy's eating chicken or a Bismarck, per se. And it's like, I'm done with this. And they just throw everything in there and it burns up nice. Huh. It's it's the most if, inhumane and immoral but very efficient hospital that's and ever And if existed. it ever... Because you can open those doors and drive right through. If it ever gets to where it's starting to get clogged up, uh-huh. you just drive over it with the four-wheeler, and it mashes the shit down the hole. Right. I think that's the plan. Yeah. Yep. Uh, my question is, what the fuck happened in Russia? I, yeah, that's my next question. So What happened should, in ex- Russia? We should expand this into a series of questions. What happened in Russia? Why was the LAPD in Moscow? Have they was known? the LAPD in Moscow? He's in the LAPD. Just, yeah, but maybe he was there on Why vacation, he... or maybe he's like background is spy hey, business. Wait, wait, or... wait. He had a Marines uniform on in the picture of them in Russia. Why are the Marines in Moscow? Why are the Marines in Moscow? Because she clearly says he found her in Russia or in Moscow. Okay, so... at Homeland Security. Yes. Well, no, they didn't have Homeland Security back then. It was he was at the, the embassy. embassy. Oh, yeah, yeah the so embassy. He, if he was a Marine, he could have been Embassy Security. Okay. No, that'd be MP. That'd be military police. I thought the Marines were guards for the. Uh, 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 no. Well, what, every, what are they gonna do? Storm the fucking. Well, every embassy? every branch. Like we've got has... a situation. All right, bring these guys in by boat, and then they can walk there from the beach. No, fuck you, dude. There's Marines in the embassy. There's not Marine. There's military police in the embassy. There can be. I've seen other movies where they have Marines in the embassy. Mm-hmm. So is she Russian. She this, is. This, this kind of well, goes along with yeah, your question. Is I, she Russian? I think she's Russian. She's, she's supposed to be Russian. Supposed to be Russian. She's clearly not Russian. No. She's like Mexarkana. <laughs> she's Tommy Wiseau's mom. Yeah. So what's the? Okay, so I'm gonna burn this one. What's the deal with? Well, good, because now's question time. <laughs> yeah. Good. <laughs> Don't save it. Okay. So why did they bring up the lady on the beach that was dead? Yeah, that's my next what, question. What does that have to do with anything? I think Hamill killed her. He did. But he said so. He's like, you killed the lady on the beach. He's like, yeah. Like, what lady on the beach? Why bring that up? Deleted scene? That's what I'm thinking happened with the Moscow thing. Like, they may probably explain it a little bit more. He's 
in the military, every branch has MP. Uh, I thought okay, I whatever. Uh, we can spend all night on this mil- military police thing, but I'll just okay. You win, great. But either way, he was at the embassy. He is in the military. Uh huh. Uh huh. I don't know why. So they only know each other for like two days, and that's why she's so cold with him. Could be. And so she here's what out. happened. So here's what happened. Bounty Hunters 1. This movie takes place in between Bounty Hunters 1 and 2. And this is what happens. Is, uh, he gets his job back at the police. Yeah, he gets his job back at the police. It, briefly, he was a uh, 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 Marine spy guy in Russia and fell in love with a babushka. And she was like, Russia fucking blows, dude. Take me back to uh, uh, California with you, Surfer Joe. Uh, Mickey Mouse. Uh, Walt, Walt Disney bullshit. You know, you know how like foreigners talk like, oh, I love America, Mickey Mouse. And she, he's like, well, yeah. your boobs are all right. So I'm going to go. I'm going to get you out of this country. And then he like sneaks her on a fucking spy boat thing. Then there's a chase sequence there like in Spy Hunter or maybe like Condor Man. And then they get to France and uh, then Hamill kills a lady on the beach while they're waiting for their flight back to hell. And then the movie. So he's actually also this is in between American Ninja three and five where he's not an American Ninja. Correct. Because, he's a bounty hunter. Yeah. Because he's at the embassy right at one me. point. Sorry. He's at the embassy at one point in American Ninja. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sam, what's your other... You got another question? How does Dudikoff know Justin's name? Good point. That never explains itself. Nope, does not. Jackie? I don't know, because I don't think that Justin yep. ever... Or Hamilton. 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 Mark Hamill. Have you been drinking? So Mark Hamill never gives his name when he gets in the car with Dudikoff. No, he doesn't. He just starts talking about how his wife ran off with some dude, and then he's like, no, I'm not sorry, and then he gets right up in his face with the gun. Right. And I'm like, well, then how does he know that what that guy's name is? What's your question? I'm with Sam. How no, does he know? What's, what's your next question? This one cannot be answered. It's just a flaw in the movie. Oh. Continuity error. All right. Jackie, what's your question? Do you have another question? I'm. Yes. God all night. <laughs> all the time. What the is it? <laughs> I'm building suspense like this crappy movie did. And then I'm going to start my you, dramatic you theme to, music. Yeah, Do you think that Mark Hamill really drove that bus? Uh, no, I don't, no, I don't think, think the bus. That bus. Like, I don't think the bus was ever moving while they were in it. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Oh. What do you think happens <laughs> on Monday? When Dudikoff has to go back to work at the LAPD. <laughs> it's just Monday, man. But, this shit happens every weekend. Oh, yeah, that's every it happens every weekend. So Pete's like, dude, I know that you're going to steal my car. Don't crash it. Yeah, don't-, don't crash it. What are you doing? Yeah, there's big dent in it, and I had to fucking go get it halfway up the fucking PCH between here and uh, uh, freaking uh, the next town over. Yeah, and now he has to be a desk jockey until his car's fixed. Yeah. Why, Laura? Why is he not just murdering Laura? Why her? Why is he so obsessed with her? Because she gave him a ride. She was nice to him. Anybody that's nice to him, he sort of clings on to. And Dudikoff gave him a ride. But then he said that the guy she's with that son of a bitch is going to pay. pay. And then he snapped right then. Yeah, okay. All right. All right. Ah, Yeah, that's that's a good theory. That's a good theory. I'm out of question. I have a final thought, but I'm out of questions. Okay, I've got two more. Why is Mark Hamill not in the bin or prison? Good behavior. He got time off for good behavior. 
Is he escaped? Is he escaped or did they release him or what's he's just out and he's clearly fucking crazy. And he at one point says directly to Robert Mitchum, I'm still killing people. Yep. Which means that I he must be escaped. Or Mitchum, but Robert Mitchum's kind of like, well, we we fixed you up real good and let you go home kind of business. So you can kill people like, again. Oh, he never goes, oh, thank God, Justin. I'm so glad you're back. Some fucking old he's in here to fucking tackle this asshole because he's fucking dangerous. What happens to Robert Mitchum's character? He just sort of never shows back he, up. He gives uh, Laura the prescription. Yeah, like, oh, that was a pretty fucking crazy weekend again. Here's... Ay, ay, ay. Which leads to my last question. How long was Robert Mitchum on set? Two hours. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going with five. Five? Yeah. Uh, how much do you think he got paid in 1990? 5800 bucks. Uh, Robert Mitchum. 10000 Oscar winning Robert Mitchum. In 1998. 1990. 1990. What do you say? I'm sticking with 5800 bucks. $10,000. I think Jackie's going to be a little... Str- so I, I like Jackie's $10,000. There's people that are sort of on the tail hours. end of theirs that the 10000 is their day right now. Oscar winning. Yeah. Robert Mitchum. At one time was as big as Jimmy Stewart. Ha-cha-cha-cha-cha. That's, uh, damn it. I can't think of his <laughs> It's Jimmy Stewart. No, Jimmy Stewart is, oh, it's about a big rabbit. Laura, don't look out the window, dear God. And you're thinking, <laughs> ink, a dink a doo, a dink a dee, a dink a doo. Yeah. Um, Jimmy Durante. Yep. Jimmy Durante. Yeah. Uh, I'm out of question, Sam. You want to give us your final thought there? I feel that this film really solidifies my opinion that you should never give Mark Hamill a ride. Mm -hmm. Although it ends up working out for the best for the entire galaxy, Han Solo takes some real lumps for giving this guy a ride. Gets frozen in carbonite a lot more than he bargained for. Indeed. Vanessa, she gets Um, beat up, you know, almost turns into a hooker. Every time, once she thinks she's made it, he breaks her heart. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't have given him a ride. Probably not. Even the lady that teamed up with Tasker? She doesn't make it. No, she makes it, but he doesn't, oh, yeah, and she right. almost dies because she shouldn't have given him a ride. Yeah, but doesn't she, like... It's his plane, but by the time <laughs> she gives him a ride in it, they've, she's past the point where it was like, you know what? I should not be in this. This was a bad weekend. Yeah. You just don't give Mark Hamill a ride. Fair enough. Thoughts on the movie? I liked it. I give it a total due. I give it a total due. Best Mark Hamill performance ever. Total due. All right. Well, there's your show. Thank you again to Matthew Van Diver. Next week, it will be Jackie's pick. Do you have anything in mind? Probably not. Pulling a blank. All right. Well, we'll see what it is. And in the meantime, get to the chopper. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper.